You 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 put it out there. You added seasoning. Look, our our champagne is losing its bubbles. It sure is. What happened to your side pour though? We've been here for bubbling. Actually, it's bubbling, but we've been here for thirty minutes. Whoop! Please don't spill no drink on yourself. Hello, trying to dry her off. Roll tape. Welcome to another episode of Devo Court. Yeah, I'm, I'm your host, <laughs> Marcia Mignot, and here with me is my co-diva, Troll Queen, Dana Smith. <laughs> Government names every week. Oh, God. We are not responsible for the things we're going to say. Or do we even believe... And half of the things that Marsha is saying. Especially now. none of what she says. <laughs> Believe everything I say. <laughs> and we do not own the rights to any of the topics we're going to talk about. And we're not responsible for all the tears that tunnel into your little eye right here. And they'd be like Ooh, going all the way down. I thought they were going to get a violin. Play the violins. Violin? Play them. The teensy one? The small one. The small one. Because this show is for edutainment purposes only. Please look for our episodes each week. They yes. come out push, push, push Wednesday. on YouTube on Wednesday. Wednesday. Every Wednesday you get a new episode. We try to cover the topics you want to hear about. So True. don't miss it. If you want to stay in the know, you got to stay in the subscribe. Don't forget to find us on Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple. And Google. Don't forget to Google us. Google her. Don't Google me. You might Google find Google Diva Court. Yeah, Google Diva Court. <laughs> Google Diva Court. <laughs> and troll that direction. And if you want a great attorney, Google Marsha. Hey, the Mignon Law See, Group. See, she talking about don't Google Every her. time. I thought you just Googling to be nosy. Don't Google just to be nosy. Google to be in the know. Yeah, you might need to be Googling to be nosy because that's how you find out a little bit about your man. Is that what it is? You've Facts. been Googling your man? Mm, a little bit. What? <laughs> Let's move on because this show might get deadly. <laughs> we don't want this diva to be a single diva come next episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Texas bill has passed. Did it? It did pass. Do we have a sponsor though? It only passed the house though. Thank God. Do we have a sponsor? We do have a sponsor. <laughs> And let me tell you something. The good news about our sponsor is they love us. Because if they didn't, they'd be gone. Gone. And it's gone. Like uh, Justin Timberlake. No, that's not Justin Timberlake. Gone. That's just the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no timber on that lake. <laughs> it's timber. But we still have a sponsor. Thank you, Jesus. You're not going to talk about the sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> hey curl hey hey curl.shop hey curl is our sponsor and we love our sponsor so yes. don't forget to support the diva court sponsor and if you don't support diva court sponsors other sponsors won't come on board so we need you listeners diva court is still offering a diva 10 discount on all hey curl products yes. so go to hey curl.shop and order 
yes. today. And it's good for braids. It is good for braids. I am using it in my braids, and it's making my hair, especially the leave-in conditioner. Oh, do you like that? Oh, I love the leave-in conditioner. It makes your hair very soft. <laughs> yeah. Cotton soft. Hey, Curl.shop. Go to Go it. Go to it. Cotton soft. <laughs> we will not be talking about racism today. Now that that's why she said don't believe nothing she said. <laughs> Let me tell you, when something is systemic, you're going to hear about it in almost everything. It's kind of like salt. You know how you buy products and you say, "Ooh, this is a sugary snack," and you read the ingredients and you go, "Sodium? Yeah. How did sodium getting my sugar snack?" Yes, yeah. racism is like salt. If you hear something racist today. To take. To take. There you drinking. go, talking about my speech and sentiment. She's been drinking. She <laughs> hear something drinking. racist today. Take a drink. Take a sip. Take a sip. Drink to that. Yes. Okay? <laughs> so we're going to drink to that whenever she gets to something racist that she said she wasn't going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> now we can talk about the Texas bill removing the required lesson of <laughs> civil rights. The state of Texas listeners has decided that. My diva has to drink to that <laughs> by herself. Racist. What is going on? She just said that she was not going to say anything about racism today. And now she's drinking before the show begins. Okay? She's going to have to go to AA meetings. <laughs> but Texas has decided. Guess what? We don't think you should talk about civil rights in school. But you know what we found out was really important? That government and politics politicians, I stand corrected, should not be deciding what should be taught in schools except for when they decide what they want to be taught in schools. Is that hypocrisy? That is hypocrisy. Could it be democracy? <laughs> I, don't know. I call it a shamakery. I agree. Shamakery for 200, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is a crazy for government officials mm -hmm. who already mandated what should be taught in schools because they wanted to make sure that education was uniform. Okay, so, That was the motive. So do you think that politicians should or should not? I think they should. The reason they have to is because you want uniformity in your state as to what the children are taught. But they're taking the law and passing it on to the Board of Education, which is state. It's the State Board of Education, so why couldn't they put the uniformity in? Well, because they couldn't trust the state in the first place to decide. But they are the state, so you, the state can't trust the state. That's correct. <laughs> state could not trust another state agency <laughs> to get the job done. Okay. No, the point is, the point really is, you want education to be uniform. You want education to be the same. You want to make sure there are certain basics taught in school. So don't think that every single thing taught in every single school is mandated because the Board of Education has the authority. They have some leeway in introducing a particular book versus one county. So if you go to school in DeKalb County, mm -hmm. you might have in your social studies class that that teacher uses a particular book. They're not mandated to, to any specific book. Mm -hmm. So in that book might be other topics or other things included in it. So they have leeway in terms of what they're taught. But you want to make sure everybody can read. Right. You 
want to make sure everybody can write. Right. You want to make sure everybody can spell. Right. You want to make sure everybody can do math. So, so that's where I feel the regulation needs to be. I don't say it has to be unbridled regulation, mm -hmm. but I think there has to be some regulation. And I find that suspect that now Texas thinks that they have no place in deciding what the education should be as soon as people start talking about teaching critical race theory. Hmm, what's that smell? So what smells you, bad. What do you think the goal, what is the end goal? Okay, here's what the motive is in my opinion, and I'm entitled to it, whether right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the motive is so that we don't have to look as if we're discriminating when we say you can teach this part of history, but you can't teach the black part of history. So when, when the Board of Education says that we're teaching critical race theory, then what the state come to? <laughs> well, the state can say, then I don't have to worry about not being reelected. Because remember, these are government officials, right. senators, congresspeople that are trying not to lose their job by having to make a decision on something. Okay, so you, you don't think that they care whether or not they teach it or not, or do you believe that they care about teaching critical race theory? I think they just don't want to teach it. I think it's controversial because there are people against it. There are people saying don't do it. But wouldn't it be better just to make a law that says we're not teaching critical race theory, period? No, because now you're going to have to get into that discriminatory battle and you don't want to go there. So if the Board of Education says we're going to teach critical race theory, then they lost the... They lost that battle, but they can say that I'm not responsible. My hands are clean. Okay. My hands are clean. I don't have to be responsible mm -hmm. for that. You understand? So what do they? What do you think they want to teach about America? Um, we all they they, they want to say that. Well, they can't say kumbaya because they're not talking about civil rights. Well, anymore. they they want to say it's a wonderful country and it's not a racist America. country. Oh, that's it. That's it. So we'll 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 water it down. Mm -hmm. We'll change the story, and we'll say we've all got, we've all been this way. We've all lived in the same neighborhood. Nobody was in any chains. So America can talk about how it fought for its rights from Great Britain. But they don't want to right. talk about how black people fought for their rights from, from them. <laughs> like, no, thanks. No, thanks. Please don't do that. So I, yeah. I think it's I think it's hypocritical. I find it to be hypocritical. I don't understand why all of a sudden they don't believe that politicians should play a role in what's taught and that the Board of Education or the State Board of Education. Well, or, they're not teaching us anything in school. Amen anyway. to that, especially so. in your in your neighborhood. Because if you don't think there's a difference between North DeKalb and South DeKalb and North Fulton and South Fulton, and I'm just talking about two counties in one state, then you yeah. must be sleeping in a well, cave somewhere. What I'm saying is, is that they don't teach what you need to know to survive in America. They teach you all this surface level stuff. Well, they're starting to teach you. They said, when the police pulls you over, put your hands on the steering, do not touch your cell phone, and make sure you say, yes, sir, massa. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Hey. <laughs> we got to drink to that. <laughs> If you went to that school, you wouldn't get gunned down. And I guess um, all the other people who are getting gunned down across this country just didn't what you said. Comply. So just comply. So being devil, devil's advocate, if they don't take, teach about race relations um, 
for the generation to come. And they don't teach that there was any discrimination and they don't teach that no one had a struggle and that we were all good. So would that then allow for those who had, you know, negative connotations on black people to now not think about that anymore because they didn't come from slaves, they didn't come from, you know, no one was discriminated against, everybody's the same. Would that just make what that's going to do is perpetuate inherent biases and it's going to keep them there because if you don't address an issue, first of all, you got to recognize an issue. And the second thing you got to do is you have to address it. And if you pretend it doesn't exist, I'm sorry. That's not a way of addressing a problem. It is clear we know there's a problem. That's, you know, that's some people's culture. They just don't pretend that it exists. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> well, we're going to need the people who know better to do better. <laughs> and those are the people who we the people have elected. And we the people are electing people who we expect to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So if you're not the man or the woman for the job, say so so that somebody who's qualified and ready to work yeah. will take it. I just think this all this whole situation is hopeless. It's the critical race theory, people. That's what's got everybody up in arms about what should be taught and when it should be taught and why it should be taught and why we shouldn't teach anything. But they don't have to worry because they're not teaching nothing. No way. <laughs> they ain't teaching anything anyway. <laughs> have you spoken to a high schooler lately? <laughs> have you asked them to draft a letter? I mean, serious talk. Yeah. I've had people apply for jobs and I'm like, are you serious? You show up at a job interview I remember when you used to be taught how to wear a suit and yeah. how to look presentable and you didn't have to look like a millionaire and have to have on the $5,000 suit, but they would teach you how to wear a dress well, shirt because they funnel them into college. To yeah, but the colleges are not that. doing them any, any justice anyway because people are graduating with degrees that King. cannot right. use proper grammar. It's just debt. It's just debt. It's capitalism. Because we've gotten into greed, and we're so greedy now, we're not focusing on making sure the generation behind us is educated. What we forgot is that we're going to get old, and they're going to be in charge. Isn't that scary? It's going to be fun. You know? You better teach them. <laughs> <laughs> you, ready? you ready for that ride at the nursing home? Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to raise these kids to take care of me when I get old. <laughs> I said, Mom, Mom, we're going to stop by your place and drop you off. <laughs> Dropping you off. <laughs> but speaking of being the right person at the right place at the right time, knowing the right things to do, Lynn Wood <laughs> said, Oops, got to go. <laughs> it's not me. It's her. Yes, he did. Lynn Wood, who is the attorney that was in the state of Georgia yelling and screaming and posting and about kicking fraud, about fraud fraud, 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 and the election fraud and being reckless as a licensed attorney and I have making something. statements he knew were false Listen, or should have known I were false. it was either him or Paul who was like, I have something I'm going to release at the end of the week. <laughs> we still waiting. <laughs> oh, it was released. What? His marker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. His Where license. According to Lynn Wood, Sydney, Sydney Powell wow. is signing and filing lawsuits in his name. In his name. And he was clueless that his name was being added to all these legal filings that had all this fraudulent, false statements, reckless conduct in it. You buy that? When I say whoa, <laughs> I mean whoa. I'm going to let Yosemite Sam speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> is that a whoa? All day. Because I'm still waiting for him to release these documents that he has. He got so, the perfect So lawsuit. you are saying that 
Powell did put his didn't put his name on that document, and he never read. I mean, you I don't, think you he's don't probably that? honest in saying that he did not sign his name to the documents. But I don't. Uh, but we all know that's not the only way. But he, he authorized his be. name to get on the document. <laughs> he said he told her that I'm a trial attorney, and if you ever needed somebody at trial, <laughs> I would help. But I didn't say file all those frivolous lawsuits <laughs> with my name on it, with those fraudulent documents. Allegedly. But you know, Linwood has problems too because he filed a suit against the state bar of Georgia mm -hmm. in federal court, and the federal court said, boot, goodbye, adios. Yeah. The state bar of Georgia is asking for him to go undergo a mental health evaluation, and he's fighting it because he's and saying you know that's not fair. One of, it was either Powell or Linwood who filed a uh, petition. Uh, and didn't pay the money. <laughs> no filing fees. <laughs> Just filed it. And they were holding it because, you know, this is the president's attorney. But it was filed in Georgia and did not pay the filing fee. So did they just throw it out? They just throw it out. Wow. They dismissed it. I think some of those filings probably, they didn't want to pay the filing fee. It was a face. Yeah. Value. Yeah. It's so that we can go tell voters, we, look at uh, this. We, we wanted something to be able to show on YouTube and, and on our cell phones. One of them got media. away. <laughs> Somebody went to pay the fee and they wasn't expecting it to happen. <laughs> they was just filing stuff. We ain't going to pay the fee, so it ain't going to be Maybe really they won't legit, go through with it. But it will be on the record that it was filed but it was filed and we'll blame the court for just throwing it out see they didn't want to hear they don't want to even hear a petition <laughs> that's the deep state that we're in that's the deep state no you didn't add the filing yeah. fee could you file the fees please <laughs> take your fees to the clerk's office yeah that that is he's in such hot water i don't know how he's gonna dig himself out of it because to to a licensed attorney has to operate under rules of professional conduct filing things after the uh after the filing date like no but how many times do you want the votes counted before you accept the results <laughs> my god it's like saying i'm gonna take this pregnancy test till i pass it <laughs> <laughs> Or at least till I fell it. <laughs> I was just take it till I fell it. Hold on, Doc. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna study. I'll be back. <laughs> it don't work like that. It's not gonna help. So, uh, Linwood, um, you in the woods, and I don't see a way out. <laughs> and I can't lend you a hand. <laughs> I can't. I'm a trial attorney, but I can't help you with any of those filings, and That's you can't put my name. Oh, nothing. That's what you should have been telling Trump. Not electronic signature, not no kind of signature. Should have been telling Trump that. Crazy. All right, so there's a study about rude police officers. And the study says that we've looked at the body cams of police officers mm -hmm. and we have gone through about a hundred of them and we can come up with some numbers based on the hundred that we reviewed we find that law enforcement officers especially white officers mm -hmm. speak more rudely and disrespectfully to black motorists than they do to white motorists that they pull over especially the black male you mm -hmm. buying that uh i think it's probably true i think it's true you know, I think it's true. I mean, the kneeling on the neck, the shooting yeah. in the back, the gunning downs. I mean, that's if that's not evidence enough that we're getting a different treatment when we get pulled over. Listen, something is wrong. at face value, white men don't seem dangerous. Is that what you think? That's what I've been so. Let me tell you something. She's going to be in somebody's spaghetti if she keep that fight. They're going to have is, her tied up in the basement. What I'm saying is, that's how they, little pieces of her, like Jeffrey Dahmer. You. you remember him? Jeffrey Dahmer. And then what's the other one's name that all the girls liked? 
what's the other one saying that all the girls like and it was he was just murdering them serial killer i can't remember him but i think oh I know you know who i'm about. talking about i know you're talking about he was a serial killer but he was handsome he was and, so handsome yeah and the girls would date him and, and they would, would kill just, him and even after he was convicted they was they still, still be, writing him in jail they was writing him in jail wow that's yeah. charisma yeah that's charismatic to be in but what, that's what i'm saying like they don't seem dangerous because they've never been presented on television news as deadly dangerous back in the when, day they was dangerous and deadly oh they were but but it was them their news their news okay <laughs> and when they reported and they were celebrated but they weren't reported I've been watching themselves. the vikings they were <laughs> i was watching them but that's how when i say back in the day i'm talking about, talking about vikings, vikings. <laughs> <laughs> they was like yeah i she, took his throat and i just cut it in the blood with a blood i just <laughs> sat in the blood i was like yeah they like it they that's lived off that's of not it. violent but we're no it is violent i, I think that's still oh, okay. I, I still think that savagery is still in there still in their bones it's still in their bones turning holes on women and children yeah but when they met the people from england who were just as savage but they were like refined savage oh you know they you refined mean. the ability to be savage mm. so now in america it's the whole they just so we're just hiding savagery. Hiding it. Hiding it in professionalism. And professionalism. If you speak nice and do savage things, you're not savage. Yeah. You. Hello, have you heard of the uh, passive-aggressive email? Per your last email, <laughs> see the attached documents. CC your boss, your boss's boss, your boss's oh boss's my mama, word. and her auntie. Do you know anybody So I hope does? that after reading this, you can submit me those TPS reports. <laughs> like, I just got back from vacation. <laughs> you know you don't want to work for this code evil. You hear how your emails gonna sound when you come back from vacation? <laughs> nah, I'm talking about that's how the that's the savagery. That you know you lose your job. That's the new savage. That's the new savage. That's the new savage. What yeah. do you mean you're sick? You better get in that chair and do some work. You know how they say corporate politics? Yeah. That's what that is. Well, I thought it was corporate politics. There you go. But what I'm saying is is like in the black community, we don't really like, I know when you don't like me. Even when you fake it, I can tell it. I know. You wear your emotion on your sleeve? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? That's you racist. Emotion. Really? What it's not racist. It's the observation. To say that black people wear their emotions on their sleeves and want to title it as observation, it's, where is Marcia, your supremacy Marcia, Marcia. I know. <laughs> Hello? Code switching. When, they, when the code switch is off, I know. And when the code switch is on, I know. I know. Well, I I'm see gonna need you. you to know. I know that, you don't um, like me. You thought I looked at your man. I wasn't really looking. I was looking past him. I was looking because he was ugly. <laughs> I was glaring at but his, yeah, what I'm his saying, ugliness. That's why it's it's a very it's a it's a culture shock when um, black people go into corporate America when they go to college or if they're surrounded by you know majority white people. It's it's a culture shock because things that you're not used to. You get to experience. How come Kamala didn't have a culture shock? Because she ain't black. <laughs> you what, another, you what, know you try to set me up. Look, I know she tried to set me up. What is your definition of black, Codiva? Um, You have um, to be of African descent. Aren't we all? It just depends, like, how far back we going. Like, we, okay. then okay. that means... Far back enough, it's there. 
That, well, then that means everybody black then. Everybody black. <laughs> including the white man? Including the white man. Sir, I'm sorry. Stop discriminating. You are actually black. <laughs> you are discriminating against yourself. You need to teach that critical race theory so you will know what race you really belong to. You're just light-skinned. Oh, is that it? <laughs> Your freckles are just not close. I'm not really black. My freckles are close. Yeah. Okay. Uh. I'm be trying. I try my best to pronounce her name right because I'm not really trying to be disrespectful. Kamala. Kamala. Yes, it's Kamala Mamala. She's Indian, and Indians are black. Indian. Um. So to Indian. all my Indian okay, listeners, that's fine. I I get that. But let's when you say you're uh, Indian and African American, then that's not that's not true. She's not. She's. They say she's the first African American um, president. She's the first. She's Indian the first African American vice president. Okay, well, let's put the vice in front of it. <laughs> I might hey, hey, I might have gave you a shout out, president, so people know. You speak it into me. being. Speak it into. Go life. ahead and elect but that lady because I would vote for her. She's the first Indian American vice president. I thought last she's episode. Why, why can't she be both? Her dad is Indian. No. Jamaican. He's from India. He was. He practices Hindu. Her dad was born in Jamaica, man. Right, but you can Her have mother Chinese was born Jamaicans. In India. You can have but they, Indian they're Jamaicans. Still Jamaicans. But Jamaican doesn't mean black, though. Oh, really? So, okay. Again, let's go back to my Korea thing. <laughs> if I'm in can Korea, we, can we get closer? <laughs> can we get closer? All right. So let's go to uh, Russia. Right. Mm-hmm. I can be black in Russia. Mm-hmm. And I'm Russian. But that don't necessarily, and if you are white in Russia, that don't make you black. So you're white Russian. I don't make me a white Russian. It makes me black. Is that a drink so or is that your race? Is that, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that if you're Chinese in, in Jamaica, you're Chinese. I mean, this is only You American know what the good thing. part about Jamaica is? You can be any, any They don't culture. divide by Right, so death. why are we calling, like, if she was, why would Because when we you come to America, Af in order for white supremacists to prevail... They had to okay. partition people. Clear this up for so, me. I might be wrong. So let me clear it up for you. Please. When you get to America, mm -hmm. that's the first time you realize that you have to divide. Okay. Unfortunately for the Jamaican culture, mm -hmm. there's a rainbow coalition in your family. So it's hard for you to look at your cousin mm -hmm. or your niece or your nephew and say you're going to discriminate. So you have to let it go even though you've come to the United States and you've started seeing the division of black people. No, I, I agree with that. I guess my question is, is that she's Indian Jamaican, right? So just because you're Jamaican, like you're black Jamaican. Are you talking about where she was born or you're talking, about, talking about her parents? I'm talking about her ethnicity. Okay. So when you, you, so, okay, your son, if he would be considered African American Jamaican, right? So no, he would be the he first. He would be considered African American. Right. He would be the first. With Jamaican heritage. Right. He would be the first African American vice president right. if he ran for vice president because he's black. But Kam Kamala, did I say it right? <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. Kamala is Indian Jamaican. So she's the first Indian American president, vice president. So what is the Native Indian Americans Jamaican. gonna say? But She's one I'm, of them. No, 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 no. What I'm not Native American, in, like from India. So I guess my thing is, is that where is the African inside of that? 
How is she African American oh, if both extended. her parents are Indian? Oh, it's extended. For, That's the thing about Jamaica. It's so mixed that. But I know, but uh, but it could come from her dad's what I'm side. Is is that Jamaicans know this? But when the way it's presented to just everyday American, yes, Black America, it's to complicated. right, America's not used to this. No, they're not. Mixed culture where everyone's the same. Right, but her, I guess. So just, for, for America to make it simple for everyone, they just call her Black. Right, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, she's not. So you're the, saying, but she's she, not the first. She so if. If you ran for vice president, you would technically be, if you were born in America, right. you would technic technically be the first African-American Jamaican vice president because you are of African heritage. There's other things in there, but you are all of African So how heritage. do you know that she don't have African heritage? Well, I if mean, her father her, was born in Jamaica. Her father is Indian. Her father was born in Jamaica. Her mother's Indian. Right, but her her dad is Indian, born in Jamaica. Her dad? Have you seen a picture of her dad? Yes, I have. He doesn't look Indian to me. He is. He you is. Think and he, he looks practiced, Indian? And he practiced like Hinduism or Buddhism. But that's a religion. I can practice I Buddhism. What black man you know practicing? That? I can practice Buddhism. You could. Everybody could. I could, too. That's my point. I'm not taking nothing away from her, but what I'm saying No, is, what I'm saying is her religion or the religion he practices doesn't determine well, his they're race. All, they're all, I understand that, but they're Indian, Indians have multiple colors. You know what Correct. I'm saying? Correct. He, lo he doesn't point. look, he doesn't look Jamaican that, and that, black Jamaican. Yes, he does. <laughs> he doesn't look black Jamaican. That's not true. The point is, though, is that in order to divide, in order to conquer, you have to divide. And that's why you find these these job applications, these housing but applications. I guess, my, I guess my point is, is that I, don't I to say take every application should remove that crap. And I just, agree. And if I find out that if, if people say if the response is, so what do you do when somebody's getting discriminated against? You file a lawsuit yeah. and then the government agency comes in and says you discriminated against this person you shouldn't have because we've investigated this case and we realized that you did not give them housing and we couldn't find any other reason why you didn't do it. So I what I want to say, I don't want to take anything away from her. I feel like she is the first woman to become vice president. I don't want to take anything away from her. I guess my thing is, is that as a <laughs> as a black woman but <laughs> but i just i just feel like as a like as a black the way it was pushed it was pushed as if she was like obama you know what i'm saying where she was half black well it's still it's just all uh, <laughs> it's just the way okay. the more i talk about it okay. but i mean the more you talk about it the deeper it gets and the more yeah. you you go down and you're it like okay all right. well according to the american psychological <laughs> association analysis of body camera footage right. of 100 police officers during traffic stops the officers are being way more rude aggressive and disrespectful to black drivers than they are to white drivers we are not surprised based on the no numbers. we're not surprised we're not surprised based on the arrests we're not surprised based on the incarceration it's just more evidence that there needs to be police reform in teaching people how to handle things and i think that they're not so quick to sh to to shoot or fire their weapon if it's somebody that they can relate to right. and that's why i think there's credence to you don't live in this neighborhood you can't police this neighborhood but but the thing is is that um it's understandable. It's understandable that if you have been taught because no one's teaching critical race theory, yeah, if you have been taught and the media has put out images uh, and of 
black people always doing something wrong. You also have been taught that they were slaves and they didn't know any better, and we we saved them from their their lifestyle. You were taught gave them housing gave and them food. housing took care that's of what them. bill o'reilly said um, when when michelle obama said that she felt proud of living in a white house that was built by slaves he was like hey those slaves had great housing and they were provided <laughs> decent meals young lady is and that his hotel how about i get your family and put them in that slave I hotel know, right? sir since the food and the housing was so wonderful and you have the music that perpetuates stereotypes that not all of us you know, want to be, live up to be, or want our children to be. So when you have all of these images that are negative of black people, then your experience is going to be to either fear them, not respect them. I mean, it's, it just makes sense. It's right. not, I'm not. And that's why, that's why it's critical to, to teach critical. Right. And it's just <laughs> like me, you know, where I don't fear I don't, unless I'm in the deep south, when I first came down to uh, Georgia. Oh, oh my gosh. so you found when somebody. When I first in Alabama, pregnant. when I first was in Alabama, I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to lynch me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, we can't go out at night. You might see the, 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 the horses coming with the burning crosses. I mean, that was my first impression of white people in the south. And it took me being around them so much to realize, okay. Not but you know what's crazy? Like when it. I first moved to the state of Georgia, mm -hmm. everybody was telling my parents that, oh, my God, you're going to let her go to school in Atlanta? The rednecks are going to get her. Yeah. And it's amazing because my father, who was fearless, God rest his soul in peace, said, no, we're going because they're people and we're just going to have to learn how to deal with people. And what was surprising for us is that the people were so kind like we went to places where we weren't supposed to be and they were like oh where was you on. at where were you we went to, to we went to the waterfront well according to everybody we weren't supposed to go up there because we go would be lynched. like cherokee is it cherokee county i think it was cherokee yeah. county um that was was all white wasn't it cherokee county yeah, forsyth funny. it was forsyth okay. county forsyth county was an all-white county for a long time in fact um um hosea williams had a march mm -hmm. for one of the up on Forsyth in Forsyth County mm -hmm. and when he went the first time with a small group of people they threw rocks and stones at them mm -hmm. and then he came back and made the march even bigger and I remember being an undergrad and being a part of that march there's footage out there mm -hmm. hey go ahead march and fight the pile and there's footage out there with my college roommate and I going to march on Forsyth County because it was an all-white county but we went there to purchase furniture mm -hmm. from a white family and they were welcoming yeah, and they you want to live in next door to it. Hey, we weren't living next door, but we expected, <laughs> hey, based on what my father had been told, you expected though, we to expected be. the guns to come out and hear, uh, nah, they, you, they green always so trumps black. Baby. we were like, wow. <laughs> green trumps when black. I say whoa, <laughs> I mean whoa. Long yeah. as you weren't moving yeah, That's what door. we expected to hear when we pulled right. up. <laughs> Long as you wasn't moving next door, go ahead and take this furniture. <laughs> All right, Negress. It's all yours. All right. I mean, but yeah. keep this in mind. So the stereotype and stuff no, like no, no. that, but don't think necessarily the South is worse than the North because I've had experiences in the North where I'm like, whoa, well, okay. What I was saying We is, are divided there. This is the Jewish oh, yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. This than, is the black it's neighborhood. It's very segregated. Oh, you better believe that. So when people come to Southern states and say, oh, you got to be careful well, Southern states. Racism is more prominent. We are more, in my opinion, I've seen more... Um, multiracial families and multiracial couples in the South than I see in the North. Yeah. Well, keep this in mind that, you know, 
the, uh, the people down south, they're used to the black people because they used to work for them, you know, and they helped oh. raise their families. And Miss so Bessie? they're used to, to the niggerous. Miss Bessie? And the little Is niggerous. that what you're saying? Yeah, they used to, they're used to all that. Oh, my so word. That is why so the antebellum um, ball, yeah, we can't go. They, is that not good? They used to it. <laughs> what, they, what, so what they, the bachelor they, said, is that not good in 2018 or is that not good to, in 2021? Sir, that's not good because you're unemployed. <laughs> they used to be in service by them. They used to interaction with them. They just don't want you to live next to them. Okay. Mm. See there? They like critical race. Yeah. Deal with the issue. Well, that's, that's so true. That I agree with that. The they, they've been dealing with it a lot longer. So they by now, it's like, we're used, we're over it. Whereas they build that north, bridge you talked about when we start the show? Yeah. <laughs> well, up as north, it's like people, you know, people are in so many different places that you don't have to. Like, when I was in Detroit, I never, I never had to see a white person unless it was a teacher. But long when you because you're in your city, corner yeah you, you yeah. Never stay have in your corner one. in your place is what some people say i think that's racist my place is every place they can place their nah, feet i don't want to be around thank people you i want to be around me it's okay it's hey. okay to not be around hey. people who don't want to be here. around i'm me. not coming to your house that's good enough but when it comes to a public place well, public yeah then i'm going to be but welcome. i don't i don't want to go to your private pool no i, I don't want to be in your I clubs i don't need that I don't need that. I don't, In fact, I, honestly, I don't like I don't clubs wanna, anyway. I don't want to be in your neighborhood. Cliques, independence. All right, let's talk about Drake Bell. <laughs> did Drake Bell get a slap on the wrist or did Drake Bell get a slap on the wrist? All right, so this Nickelodeon series star, mm -hmm. Drake Bell, was charged with a felony and a misdemeanor associated with inappropriate contact with a minor. Now, the inappropriate contact is supposed to be photographs, material harmful to children that was disseminated by him to a 15-year-old young lady. He gets two years probation. Is that a slap on the wrist? Well, reading the article is very, very... Um, Hidden? Yeah, you don't really know what happened. You can only imagine. They were using big titles? So here's my, here's my question. How he get her number? Well, he saw her. He was at he was at um at an event where he was supposed to be. I think he was in Vegas, wasn't he? I think they said the initial contact was uh, social media. Oh, okay. So stop going okay, on social so media he, and reaching out to fifteen year olds. So he reached out to her on social media, or she reached out to him on social media. I think it's that way. Um, Which he way? Put out a blaster saying, "I'm in your town," and then you know, somebody fifteen responded. Oh, okay. And he was interacting back. Okay, because I was about to lay into it. So you think it's appropriate because it happened that way from social media? I wish, I'm not going to say the N-word, <laughs> but I wish a nigga would try to holler at my daughter. <laughs> she just said <laughs> she wasn't going to say would. the N-word. That's, that's, that's what it's made for. Talking to who? For black people your daughter, say it. Your daughter. Your daughter. Right. I wish he would. At 15. He Two years said. probation is a little too light for him? He would be happy to have his life. She said, uh, "Baby D, she is not going to make any terroristic threats." But you would not be happy, no, Mr. It's Bell. Self-defense. That is a defense, and you would be my attorney. <laughs> well, I don't it's know what she's gonna get that I'm contract defending. from because it requires a contract. <laughs> I'm defending my child. I'm defending my child. Did you hear from a pedophile breaks? 
So is that a pedophile or is that yeah. a predator? Michaela, what you got to say? Ooh, okay. Now that's coming out of the mouth of babes. Let Wait, me introduce up. my co-producer. You better not be talking to no old men now. Wow. Okay, so in the house, in the Diva Court house All today, is Michaela. Shout out to Michaela. <laughs> she, put your hands together. She is our intern. She is interning and learning. Yes, she is. And she had a point that she just made that if the 15-year-old reached out to mm -hmm. the grown-up first, then don't blame the grown-up. All right, so I have a question for Betty, just in case your mama's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Betty Lou, <laughs> out there in TV land. Out there, Betty, who is not our intern, and she may sound like Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me how do you team so if you're 13 and you reached out to a man who is over the age of how old what's the age 21 let's say 21 21 that and he responds back and wants to have a relationship with you you don't think that's some type of pedophilia he wouldn't be in that situation if she wouldn't have reached out first mm. but who's the adult who should know better? Who should know better? Ah, there you go. Bingo. Can so I get if a your ding? dad, we need a ding was on reached next. out by one of your homegirls, one of your friends, right? And she she got she got she went in your phone. She thought your dad was cute, and she reached out and tried to talk to your dad. And your dad was like, "Well, you know what? It ain't pedophilia if she reached out to me first. What do you think about that? I mean, it's like. They should be able to control themselves. The adults. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Because we just want to make sure we're blaming the adults. Right. And okay. the fact that... It's really his fault, though. But at, to a certain extent, it was. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to blame him since I, he's the adult and the other I person's agree. a child. I do agree with the statement that we should blame both. Because if she's lying about her age and leaving... Maybe that's what you were going with. She might be saying, you know, she is... 18 and he's 21 or whatever well unfortunately the law under general responsibility puts it on an adult right thank but, you lord but don't you so think he's wrong as two left shoe and he, he should have gotten time in prison for it's true not probation. you don't think he should have got prison time so you think if he lied if she lied about her her age then he should get probation because he's still wrong as an adult yeah he's wrong but like should be a slap on the wrist. How he's supposed to know? So let me let me ask you this question: Do you think at fifteen that you have the capacity or the conversation or the experience or the maturity or the maturity? I don't want I you know fifteen thirteen year olds aren't mature. They think they are at least. So That's I correct. don't want to take that away from her. So but the maturity. Let's but the, but the, all of those things for that a man who is 21, can have a conversation with you and not know how old you are. You, you don't, don't think he can figure it out? You don't think a man could figure it out? I mean... When you go, and when I when I took my Tootsie Pop out, and <laughs> no, my mommy... <laughs> you say, will you say, like, you know, because in math my mommy, class... My mommy didn't let me. <laughs> you so know, my mom said... Well, when can you come out? Um, I gotta ask my mom. I, can't, I gotta be in by 7. Uh, um... 
I'm gonna interject because I think that question is directed at <laughs> a man. <laughs> but not that's, the kid. But that's the point. Not the kid. Yeah, it's not. Not the kid. She wouldn't know. She would do what the kid is gonna what do. She thinks what the thing is. That's true. Because so. when I was 14, I used to talk to this 90 year old. Oh, I <laughs> and I just knew father, he did not know father, that I was. Father. I told him I was 16. Hey, look at Drake Bell. But it's, it's not. But let me tell you this. Although I was 14 trying to lie about my age, I think he knew. I think he knew. Yeah. I think I, for me to think that I was so clever, so clever that every time he was up. like, I'm about to go to the strip club and I'm like, go ahead, have a good time. <laughs> 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 when a woman who could meet him where he was yeah. in life yeah, would have been like, no, Either I'm, or coming, I'm coming or no, you not. I'm about, oh, I'm about to roll up over there. You know you what I'm saying? Like, okay. When ahead. I can't leave the house at a third certain time, I can't even get boy phone calls. So I'm sneaking. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so you, but stupidity is a crime. Stupidity and it will be punished. <laughs> Men out there listening to stupidity the evil court doesn't but save I you from crimes. It does not. <laughs> do you think that? So what do you think her punishment should be? Probation. Mm. That does. You mean at the house? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you you're on the punishment. Her punishment is more school. Yeah, so I you agree. Think, like, more she education. Through the court system that she should be punished for being a Jezebel? You know what a Jezebel is? That's one over there. <laughs> really? <laughs> a Jezebel is a, is a... Can you pull up the definition? A Jezebel... <laughs> A Jezebel wait is a, a horrible woman. Wait, you know what a whore is? Wait a minute. How, yeah, wait, first of all, don't be calling me no whore. This show has gotten out of left field, okay? I, I think we're out the park. I think yeah, I think we got to. Okay. But I feel like the the girl, she should be able to still go to school. But I feel like she shouldn't be able to go out like. So With friends. Ground. Yeah, ground her. So you ground think her parents her. should ground her or should a court system ground her? I feel like she would learn her lesson or be more strict if the court would ground her because then she definitely can't go out. I agree with oh, that. I okay. think that's a good I hey. think that's a good policy. Hey. We might to have teach to teach these fast we fast tell young getting pregnant too early girls. Call your senator cuz I think we got a member. I think we hey. Come on Michaela. Michaela for, I mean Betty Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, Betty Lou for senator. All right. <laughs> now I, I'm just I'm just going to um talk about my young lady Avante. Am I saying her name right? Avant. Just call her by her name. Zaila Avant Gar. Am I saying that? Avantgarde. Avantgarde. Zaila Avantgarde. Is that her last name? Is the, that's the last name. But that it looks is, like it's French. It looks like it's, it's French because it's hyphenated. It's a perfect last name for her. Yeah, because it's hyphenated. Well, Avantgarde. She is, is the young lady who won the spelling bee. Go, girl. Put your hands together, producer. She has for to be. Zaila. She has to be. Uh, now, let me tell you something. Don't play with Zayla. That young lady can spell ones. and she can ball. So all you basketball players and out there. And she can there, balance, too. What? Take nothing from her. That young lady is serious. I got some lipstick on So uh, try not to mic up. The, the, try not to lipstick up the mic, please. This diva right here, I'm telling you. I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> 
the lipstick on there. We want to end on a positive note. Yes. So kudos to Zaila Zayla for winning. In the building. We she's not in the building, though. She's not in the building, no, ma'am. She's, she's in her building, wherever that building is. Making it happen. But we want to congratulate her here at Diva Court because she did a fantastic job. She's been all over. And she's the first African-American. First. You want me to shock you? What? Her parents are Jamaican. She could still be the first African. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know because I know your definitions listen, of Indian. I'm not taking African American. I'm just let checking. Me, I'm let just me speak to the Jamaican community. Okay, talk to them in that mic. Jamaican community. Talk to you, Mike. You know, my blacks in the Jamaican community. We here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we on the same you page. Sound like Trump. Hey, my African Americans. All my blacks in the Jamaican community. We on the same page. I can give. She's the first. African American. You want some horns of behind Jamaican? that? You want the <laughs> pa pa pa? As you talk to the Jamaicans. Of Jamaican. Where's Where's my weed at? So I can <laughs> So I can get it popping. So they know that I can. They can feel me. You gonna need I some speak. one love in the I background? I got the I got the dress going. You want one some one love? Oh my. Word. I what I'm saying is is that I'm for all black people. It doesn't matter where their heritage from. I'm from for all black people. Okay. And I give credit where credit is due. She is the first African-American, Af- African-American that, that, that of Jamaican <laughs> we, descent. We're going to get some therapy. She counts. We're going to get some therapy. I'm just that. saying is that if she ran for vice president. You would elect her? That too. Okay. If she ran for vice president, she would be the first African-American vice president. That's what so I'm what's the difference between her birthplace and Kamala's birthplace, which is the USA? The difference is that Kamala is Indian Jamaican American. <laughs> okay. She's Indian Jamaican American, whereas... I never see that on the Zyla, Every time Indian Jamaican American. Can y'all add that to the... African American Jamaican. So that's the difference. You know what? I need a drink. Cause I can't keep up with her. It's race. just like it's just like there's a critical race theory. It's I, just like you know what I changed my mind. We can't on. teach it because if she like, gonna make the subject, it's just God like, help us. It's just like you can be uh, Cuban and be Cuban white or Cuban black. You can be you okay. can be Puerto Rican. You can be Puerto Rican black well, and Puerto well, look Rican here. white. I'm gonna have to drink to that. I'm close this show. Oh, we drinking to we, it. We, hey, no, you no, agree let me, with me? Let me hey, I'm gonna drink by myself. You agree with me? Hey. No, I don't agree with her. Me? So what are we drinking then? We drinking to close the show. Oh, the show over. Yeah, the show is over. <laughs> the show's over. The show's over, y'all. So and, and critical race theory, I changed my mind. Forgive me, white people. We can't I'm just teach saying, it. like we can't teach we it. We have to. We gotta figure it out first. <laughs> we have to we'll, figure it out. We'll be back. But I just want to get credit with credit. When black people figure it out, we'll be back. We can say she's the first Jamaican. And we'll what? We'll drink. First Jamaican vice president. We'll, we can say that. Can we drink to that? She's the first Jamaican Hello? Indian Cold vice president. Can we drink to that? Yeah. Okay. What are we drinking to? Closing the show. Oh, the show is hey, over. Hey. That's episode 13. Y'all watch. There Stay tuned. Don't forget, every Wednesday, this craziness gets pushed out by a video on YouTube. <laughs> I'm just out here Do not forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe. Join us on Spotify. Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Apple. And don't forget to listen on Google Podcasts. Google us. That's Diva Court for this episode. Don't forget to tell us what you want to hear about. Comments, please. Because we you will. You might not want to comment on I'm going to need the co-diva to pay attention. Because we will what? Oh. We're drinking to that. We'll drink to that. Hey.
We got to drink to that. that. <laughs>